Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there, and I hope that you end up having a great Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. You know, if we're honest with ourselves, everybody out there, anybody that's actually listening, you're trying to figure out in your life what your purpose and your meaning in the universe is. It doesn't matter what background or you know, place in the world that you live, you want to know, is there more to your life than what meets the eye? Is there something about you that actually has some value to the universe existence? What value are you to your family? What do you mean to your family? What does love mean to you? What is your plan? Do you even have a plan? Well, a lot of you have probably looked into religion, you've looked into atheism, you've looked into these apathiest people, these folks who claim that they don't understand the definition of God, therefore, because they're unable to articulate or understand definitions in the dictionary on what a God is, they choose to play this cowardly game where they simply say, well, I don't even understand what you mean whenever you say God or this and that. When we all, every fifth grader and special needs child out there understands a creator of the universe that existed outside of space and time, creating the very beginning of life itself, everything that you see around you, a prime mover for reality. How hard is that to understand? The apathiest will make it a lot more complex than what it needs to be. Now, let's, if we don't mind dialing it down a little bit, let's talk about what the difference between atheism and religion is. Let's talk about the difference between believing in God and not believing in God. And what we're going to try to do today is figure out what is the benefit and what is the pros and cons of believing in God or believing in atheism or any of the stupid names that they've given themselves and see what is best and most beneficial for your life because that's really what's most important to all of us, right? You want to know how to have the best life that you possibly can. You want to know what would give you the most joy, the most peace, the most happiness, and according to some of you, it's about knowing what the truth is. It's about knowing what facts and evidence are. So we're going to start right from there. And there's no reason to go on any filthy rants that have nothing to do with that, like some people do on YouTube, if not most of them. Well, the easy one right off the bat is, if it turns out that Christians and people of other faiths are right and there's a higher power... And if this higher power is interactive, he's not a deist addition or version where he's just a god who got things rolling. If it turns out that the major religions of the world that are respected and appreciated since the dawn of man, such as Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, if they're right, then there's a god who cares about you and you are not just some kind of meat sack walking around on the planet awaiting for death. This planet is not some future graveyard that is simply going to be floating through the abyss of space where we're all extinct and non-existent and not even a memory in the canal of um, existence and reality itself. However, whenever it comes to this, if you're an atheist, 
then your life is simply what it is. You die, and you don't get to pass go collect $200. And you're wrong either way. You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if it turns out there's a God, then there's an eternal punishment for the sins that you've done. And because you didn't accept him or receive his gift and willfully take upon the rules that he set out for us, then you pay for it. You're screwed. Now, what about while you're actually alive, though? Is there any benefit to being an atheist? Not so much. Presently in your day, there is nothing in atheism or apathyism or agnosticism that is going to do anything for your life. Does being an atheist mean that you're going to have more facts and evidence than a religious person? Absolutely not. The atheist has no actual observable evidence for the origin story of where he came from. He can tell you, I was a baby, and I came from my mom and dad, and then my mom and dad came from their mom and dad, and they can go through this repetitive childish process and debates and discussions, but sooner or later it gets to the theories that some scientists have come up with in the last 200 years, just within the last 200 years, is where religion has been holding strong since the dawn of man, Christianity especially. The atheists would have you believe that before humans were humans, they originally were monkeys, primates, creatures that basically hung from trees and doo-dooed on themselves, dug in their own bottoms and threw dung all over the place, and then before they were hairy mammals or primates, they were something different, something without hair. If you go back far enough, they're going to tell you that they're connected to every single animal that's ever existed, even reptiles. Some of them believe they evolved from snakes, which is fascinating, being that the Genesis story actually tells you what snakes are all about. <laughs> I don't think that most people were rational like to play with snakes in the first place. But the story basically tells us it's telling you exactly what you've probably seen in a cartoon called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Anybody familiar with that out there? Remember the story? A bunch of baby turtles are dropped into a sewer. And while they're sitting in the sewer, a factory or industrial plant explodes and some gooey crap called mutagen drops into a hole, lands on the turtles, and this special chemical suddenly makes them smart and also gives them ninja abilities. Well, it makes them muscular and strong. And then a rat turns around and it becomes a humanoid rat. And then the rat teaches them kung fu or rat foo or whatever the hell it is that this rat was trying to do named Splinter. This is basically the story, the origin story of the atheist. That the world was a sewer and... His little hairy paws got into the right chemicals and chemistry and environment and then became the super social media genius that they assume or propose that they are for the rest of the world. And that's where they believe that their complexity and their intelligence came from, a monkey and whatever creatures before that. 
Now, of course, the story doesn't stop there. It doesn't end at the Planet of the Apes labyrinth story from these people, these fantasy land folks. Now you're wondering, okay, so how did I become alive in the first place? Well, their story is simple. Some rocks were sitting around in some water with some gooey snot-like minerals coming off of them, most likely, according to scientists, granite. And that granite had a bunch of crap going on, and lightning or some kind of electrical phase ended up hitting the rock or water, and voila, they've come alive. And for some reason, after being electrocuted or being shocked repeatedly, they start forming more parts and more atomical structures, becoming the creature that they are. Originally, according to these people, you were swimming around as a gooey thing, and the gooey thing became more complex until the point it was able to decide that it didn't want to breathe underwater and climbed up on land and then became bigger and bigger and bigger and more complex. That's the story. But what about before the earth was formed? Where did all the material and the properties come from? The atheists would have you believe that the rational, logical approach to this is that a bunch of space garbage, cosmic junk, slammed into each other after the universe exploded with flames and fire and just unbelievable heat that would melt your face off. Somehow, this garbage floating around in chaos and disorder just somehow formed order and created these complex systems that would later on be the booger on the rock that would become you. From the goo to the zoo to you is their story. Has any of this ever been observed? Why is it only in the last 200 years people are even presupposing that they came from a monkey? In 200 years since this theory has come out, no one has ever seen a creature turn into something completely different. No creature has went from an amphibian to a mammal, or a mammal to a goldfish, or a cow to a butterfly, or any of the crazy tales that these non-believers try to tell you. And it gets even worse, because not only do you have these people who are reading off of Wikipedia pages, they don't even understand what they're reading, and it seems as though they're so stupid, they don't even understand what they're reading, but they're spouting it off as though they know what they're talking about. Like a used car salesman. He's selling you a lemon, he's selling you some garbage, and he's doing it with authority. That way, you believe in what he's talking about or trust him. Now, at the same time, while they're selling you this heap of nonsense, and you're buying it because... For some reason, you were hit on the head as a child, or you ate crayons or paint chips. As soon as you go to accept this, you suddenly start thinking that you're some rational, logical person who just understands the universe at some point. However, if we were to put you under a magnifying glass and compare your brain substance to that of the universe and what we don't know and what we do know, you literally mathematically come out as equally nothing. Nothing. This is your reward. This is your benefit for being a non-believer. Someone who is capable of selling used, dumb, ridiculous, and very early ideas. 
You're basically repeating like a parrot the same garbage that you heard from someone else who most likely never got a diploma, seen the inside of college, nor smelt the paint on the walls of the university. This is what you have based your entire existence and life on. What does that benefit you on trying to understand where you came from? It doesn't. If it turns out you're a monkey and then a bunch of goo long before that, it does nothing for you. Does it help you in your life? No, it doesn't help you in your present day. It doesn't make you more intelligent. It doesn't get you an extra job. It isn't going to get you some kind of super awesome ranking and fame or as a celebrity. It's not going to pay your bills to imagine at any time that you are a monkey that came from goo and belongs in a zoo. But what about the future? Does it help you at all? It gets even worse for the atheist because, as I said before, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. You also have to ask yourself, too, if I'm nothing more than a a speaking, talking monkey, and all my thoughts and ideas come from the monkey juices that are between my ears, what does that do for me in the future? We already established it's not going to get you a better job. We've already established it's not going to get you a better life. You may write a book, and you may spend your entire novel insulting everybody else's views and beliefs, and it might sell. You might be able to buy a couple tickets to a Pearl Jam concert, and then that's it. In the end, the belief of atheism is not going to extend your life. In fact, according to stats, atheists have the highest suicide rate. Atheists have the highest substance abuse rate because they get into drugs and alcohol because they cannot accept reality. They believe that their life is nothing more than a dark road that ends. That their life is nothing more than random accidents and coincidence. And this is how they live their life. They claim that they can be happy doing so, but the fact that atheists have the highest suicide rate, the highest drug use, and live less whenever it comes to years and existence than that of Christians, there's nothing beneficial but nothing but cons all the way through as they're alive. Then comes death. Then comes that last breath. What does atheism offer? Nothing. Nothing but one last opportunity to l raise your fist to the sky and curse something that you have claimed all your life doesn't exist. And then you'll die. And if it turns out that Christians, Muslims, and Jews are correct, and even the pagans, that there is a higher power waiting for you, you have to explain to this higher power why it is that out of the vast expanse of space and time and the awesomeness that is our reality, why it is you were coerced and actually believed that you were a damn monkey and smart for it. And then you're doomed. But what if religion isn't right? What if it's not true? What if there is no God? Then what is the awesome reward that you receive? Nothing! You get absolutely nothing.
at the best, you'll get put in a decent suit, you'll be put in an expensive box, and you'll be thrown into a hole and forgotten within five years. That's all you get. You don't get to take any of the money or material wealth. You don't get to take anybody you love with you. So you have to ask yourself, then what the hell's the point of that? Why even bother with it? Why even get into debates and discussions if this is the only life you have? According to the very concept of space and time, your life is no more than five minutes, a dust in the wind, a candle melting and going out in the darkness, the cold darkness at that. So why even bother? Why waste people's time sitting on live streams talking for hours and hours about how smart you are when nothing that you say, no matter how intelligent that you've convinced yourself that you are, knowing full well you're not, that you are doomed no matter what, just by simply wearing the stupid shackles of atheism, agnosticism, apatheism, or whatever new name that you come up with for yourself to live out your delusion. So there's that. Now what about Christians? If they believe in God, and then they find themselves standing in front of a higher power, they say, I accepted that there was a higher power out there, I accepted that there, there was a God who cared about me, and it turns out that that God might have some association with Judaism, Islam, and a touch of Christianity. Well, the God's not going to condemn you. The God knows already that you're limited in your perception. The God already admits in all the holy books that you are a man who is finite, who doesn't have the comprehension of his own mind. But all these forms of God say that there's forgiveness for you that there's a positive outlook to this. And no matter whether it's Judaism, Christianity, or Islam, this God also claims to love you. And because it loves you, it will understand your ignorance and lack of understanding. Because you were open-hearted and you were open-minded and willing to embrace new ideas and be a part of progress as opposed to a rock sitting in water with goo, you have the opportunity to exist forever and ever. And most likely, if you did right by your family and told them to be open-hearted and open-minded and not a bunch of bitter goats, they'll be with you. See, that's another one of the major cons that atheists and agnostics don't like to admit to the audience out there. If it turns out that they're wrong and the atheist or agnostic is truly committed to telling you that religious people are wrong, that there is no God, not only are they doing a disservice to them and anybody listening, but they're going to end up inspiring and influencing their own family members and those who look up to them, those who love them. And out of their ignorance and their pride and arrogance, they're going to lead the very people that they claim to care about into darkness all the way to death and screw the consequences is their attitude about it. Is that the type of person you want to be? Someone who's closed-minded, 
Someone who mocks everyone else's views even though they have no evidence and facts for their own position? Do you want to be that person who laughs and thinks that you're more brighter than everyone just simply because you have a different ideology than others? Do you really want to be that person that puts all your chips in the middle of the table and then end up looking around the table and realizing that you've made a huge mistake and you fold and you lose everything? Because you will. You do lose everything. Is that really what you want to be? Is that really what you want? Nothing but a dumb, evolved monkey? Well, I guess people have their priorities. Personally, I think that having an open mind and not fearing the unknown, accepting possibilities, accepting the facts and evidence that we do know, and be willing to realize that because I'm a finite human, that there's more to this universe than I could possibly ever understand or know. And that there is greater things happening than what is in front of my eyes. That there's invisible things happening all the time that I just simply can't perceive because I don't have the tools. I'm limited. Accepting that about yourself instead of being narcissistic and arrogant. Learning to be humble and realizing that you're more than just goo on a shoe, but that everyone around you also has value to them as well. That love is powerful and it's important. If you can do that, then your life, I promise you, will be positive. And those who are around you, will feel that positive vibe. Presently, it can help you. Believing that there's a plan for your life and knowing that something intelligent and incredible and powerful, the very epitome of love is the reason why you exist, will make you realize that you are a part of love. You're a part of something bigger than yourself and your ideas and ambitions. And when you are ready to take your last breath, whether you're wrong or right, you'll be able to tell yourself, well, at least I tried. I wanted to be a good person, and I wanted to bring good in other people's lives. And I never laughed at people. I never abused people. I never bullied people. I just lived my life and gave all that I can. And you'll be able to go into your final resting place. And either you're going to be right and there's going to be a God. And things are going to be beautiful for you as you stand in the light of love. Or you'll never wake up again, atheist or religious or not. But it won't matter because you won't be conscious and you won't be aware. And that'll be that. So you tell me, what is the pros and the cons? Ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Have a wonderful day.